Old Fashioned Football and Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times your money. That's right. Turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're always giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN on Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hufbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Acho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you can't take any mother... All right, deal! Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. It's Monday night. The Packers and the Raiders play tonight, so we're going to get you out of here as soon as we can, but we're going to talk about some injury studs and duds and, of course, waivers. But before we start, you're wondering who you're listening to. This is J-Mark. You can find me on the X at J-Mark Football. You can find us at Old Fashioned FB. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, YouTube, all the other stuff. We're live on YouTube if you're not here. YouTube.com slash old fashion football. And before I keep going, I gotta bring in my partner, my co-host on the pod and in life. You can find her on the X at the Mer Mark. You can call her Mer. You can call her Miranda if you want to be formal, but I'm gonna go with Mer. Mer, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Justin. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Had the day off for Columbus Day or Indigenous People Day, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I believe it's referred to as both. Did have somebody at work that was not happy that it's Columbus Day. Let's celebrate somebody who discovered something that was already discovered and all that stuff. So depends what side of the fence you want to be on there. We're not going <laughs> to pick sides here. We are just going to talk football and whiskey, Justin. That's right. That's right. <laughs> However, I do it in honor of indigenous people day bring back the washington redskins name but maybe don't do it right after they lose 40 to 20 to the bears what a game huh oh my gosh (laughs) flashback to last thursday when we're telling everybody start your commanders players (laughs) sit your bears players we suck the bears just don't have it together I was pleasantly surprised. It did bite me in the butt because I did not play Justin Fields. I didn't start him. Yeah, that hurt. Uh, it did. Uh, it didn't affect the outcome of my match, but <laughs> still, like he's sitting on my bench. And yeah, I started some Washington players who did not pan out for me. So that was unexpected, but good as Bears Very. fans exciting yes for the first time in 347 days on yes. friday morning we, we officially were able to wake up winners <laughs> we can join the rest of every american sports team yes of winning since elon <laughs> yes. bought twitter now the x um 
yeah, it was a great game to watch as a Bears fan. Not so much for guys like Moneyline Mac, who are Commanders fans, but it is what it is. And yeah, it was very surprising how well our defense did. Mm -hmm. um, Curtis Samuel, I believe, was the only one that exceeded his projections. Sam Howell had a pretty decent game, too. He threw for a lot of yards, but we'll get to that. And I had a lot of I have a lot of exposure to Justin Fields. I only benched him in one league, but that was to start Jalen Hurts, which is hard to argue based mm -hmm. on how things have been, based on how commander's defense has been. It was hard to argue starting him over Jalen Hurts. So I'm not too upset about that. Granted, it would have been nicer to have all those points in there, but it is what it is. Yeah. So how'd your uh, fantasy football teams do this weekend? Besides... I know what you're going to bring up, uh, okay, I assume. Yes. I am winning in every league except for one in which your dad severely beat me. Oh, man. <laughs> Shout out to Pops. Um, yes. Second week in a row that he's had the highest score in yes. the league after starting with zero wins. He went zero and three. Now he's going to be two he's and three. He's making up for it. And yeah, I got the smackdown on that one. Um, I have a... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, just real quick. I know you're talking to America here, but which is why you should be here because... Your league can be won by the waiver wires. And that's exactly what he's done. He's been listening to us. He's been listening to us. Picking he up waivers. Went out and, and grabbed Puka Nakua <laughs> after week one. Yes. And uh, then after Devin Achan. It's Achan. Uh, Achan. And it, isn't it's, it Devon? It's Devon Achan. Thank You're right. You. Devon Achan uh, picked him up as well. And those have been two key contributors to his team and mm -hmm. David Montgomery, of course. But And he has fields. Anyways, what yeah, were you going to say? He's looking pretty good. I was going to say, I have one matchup that is close, and that is against Cody Zeeb. Cody Zeeb. In the Shout Pirate League. And so last week, didn't he play you last week yeah. in the Pirate? No, two weeks two ago. Two weeks ago. And yeah. you beat him, and you started a player that was out. I thought this is where maybe I need a spreadsheet. <laughs> maybe I need to follow Cody and make a spreadsheet here, but I thought that I had said Javante Williams. Yes. I remember looking at it yes. going, what in the world are you doing? I, don't know. I thought I got him out of there and apparently I didn't. So he's sitting there in my lineup out. Just I am so upset about it, but I am projected to be him. I do not have any players playing tonight. He does have Jaden Reed, right? Yes, Jaden on it there. Yeah, Jaden Jaden Reed is playing tonight, so I need him to have a horrible game and not get. I'm winning by thirteen points. Thirteen. Um, I can definitely feel you're off your game. You know why? Why? Because I asked how your leagues went, and the first thing that you did not bring up was that you beat me in our league by. Point two points. Oh, I, I well, cause that's because I already rubbed it in today. <laughs> not, not to these fine folks. You're talking to America. I know. Here. Do you want to get? You want the smack talk twice? You I'm want just, the bragging twice? I guess no. Yeah. I'm just surprised. In that's our all. our longest held league that we've been in. Yes. I beat you by points. Point two, two points. points. Oh, it was. Love uh, it. I think one seventeen point eight six to one seventeen point six six. That hurts when you lose by point two. Um, what can you do? I have not looked yet to see if maybe I could have started this person over that person. Um, your your dad in our family league said that he looked last weekend and he if he had started mm -hmm. two different people, he would have won. And I said, you're going to drive yourself crazy doing that every week. <laughs> 
doing the woulda, shoulda, coulda. Yeah, one. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say real quick, shout out to the chat. Kathy Mark, mom says, love the new hats. You can oh, yes. go get yours on uh, Sports Gambling Podcast store. Make sure you head on over there, buy a hat or two or three or four, or however many you want. It helps us a lot. We we don't see any profits from that, but at least it's, lets people know that you're listening and you like our style, I guess. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's several different color options. Yeah. Uh, this is, I don't know. You can tell in the screen. Yours is more of a navy blue. Mine is just like a blue. Mm-hmm. There's different bill colors. Yep. There's there's one that's all this color. There's an all black. There's this one, that one, and there's one other. Red. Is it red? Yeah, mar- like a maroonish. Maroonish. Faded maroon in navy. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Real quick, Chris Poncio, do I start Reed or Watson tonight? I say start Reed. He is the stud. He had his welcome back game last week, but I think uh, he'll be... <laughs> More ready to go. We talked about this on the NFL Gambling mm-hmm. Podcast today, how it, it's weird how somebody comes back from injury. That first game back is always, it's not the best. I know he scored a touchdown last week, but it's not the best. And then it feels like the next week they really get going. So I would go with Watson myself. You just said, okay, I thought maybe I'm not listening to you correctly. You're probably not. It was Reed or Watson. <laughs> yeah, and I thought yeah. you said Reed, and I no, was just I thinking, wait, I disagree with this, and I just got done saying how I hope he has a really shitty game, and I don't think he – I'm not banking on him getting his points either. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, never mind, Justin. Yeah, Sorry. No, I, said I don't Watson. know what's wrong with me. Well, there's probably a long list. <laughs> Uh, before we keep going, what are we drinking today? Well, you didn't let me finish. Oh, sorry. Finish. Please finish. You cut me off. Well, I was trying to say something while you were talking. So, but so did I? Intentional grounding. Offense number seven. It's a ten-yard penalty. I'm talking to America here. Excuse me. Ten-yard penalty in a long. Sorry, you're talking to America here. Go on, talk to America, please. <laughs> I was going to bring up our listener league, which you're. Oh, yeah. You're avoiding bringing up yeah well. we are playing against kate distiller at keeper's heart yes and we are currently winning against her but she does have a player playing tonight and she's projected to beat us yes i'm uh, hoping romeo dubs i believe is it who is she has left yep. yes so we're up by nine is it we are up by yes not quite nine so <laughs> hopefully the Packers passing game is all Watson. Mm-hmm. That's that's my hope. We need our first win in this league. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, Cooper Cup coming back really helped us oh, out. He looked Cooper good. Mm-hmm. Uh, had 118 yards. Looked like he didn't miss a beat. He and Nakua, I think, are going to be problems for defenses. So anyways, now. What are we drinking? What are we drinking today? We are fortunate enough to be trying and drinking I pre- I apologize if I butcher this, but Balcones. 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 Balcones Texas. Uh, nope, it's Balcones. I looked up pronunciation. Okay, all right. Knees. It's n. It's like n e e z at the end. Balcones. Okay. Balco- I don't know. Whatever. Knees. Texas rye whiskey, which was given to us by Josh and Haley. Yeah. Shout out to Josh and Haley. Thank you for the whiskey. Uh, to be fair. We did try this already a little bit. We had a little sip. However, we many whiskeys were tried. Yes, we had tried a lot. <laughs> I liked this, but it was also we tried it towards the end of the night. Yeah. So I'm not saying I'm not going to like it now, but I'm saying I'm wondering if the flavor profile that I got when yeah. we tried it with them is different. It's now. very, very possible. Um, I guess mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. We're yeah. going to find out with you all. Yeah. 
before we keep going, I want to let you know that we're brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. I saw that we could still get tickets to the Georgia-Vanderbilt game in Nashville, which we are going to this weekend if we wanted to get some tickets, if we didn't plan ahead, which our friends are kind of the people that plan ahead, we are not. But if we didn't plan ahead, we could have gone to game time, get some flash deals, last minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Plus, my favorite part, you can see the images of your seat views, no surprises, and the lowest price guarantee. They also have event cancellation protection, job loss protection. They are protecting you better than Trojan. And the game time guarantee means you're going to get the best price. If you find tickets in the same row section, and row for less game time is going to credit you 110 percent of the difference they're not doing that because a bunch of people are finding lower price tickets out there that's right they got the best price download the game time app create an account and use code sgpn for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code sgpn for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea in a Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hufbets.com and use code sgpn to get 50 percent off your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame bets all right and we are back before we get to the injury report we got two questions here need to trade josh jacobs for a wide receiver who should i go for in a one-on-one already have adams uh that's from adam fritz has Devonta Adams already? That's a really hard question because everybody values the players differently. So I would just start looking at the wide receivers you want and throw out the trade offer. You know, uh, I, I was just talking to you about this last week. I think it was how people like to text about potential trades like, hey, what would you move for this? Or would you be interested in this person? I'm a big fan of just throwing a trade out. If I like what the trade looks like, I just throw it out and then they can counter. Tell them like, hey, counter this if you don't like it and kind of go from there. That's how I like to start the conversations. Do you agree to start looking at wide receivers and kind of? Yeah, I, it depends. I think I'm a hard person to trade with. <laughs> you like you just love all the players you drafted. P- partially, um, I have done a couple trades. Like I, I actually don't trade a lot. I no, really don't. In don't. the history of all my fantasy football years, I, this year I've made two trades and I don't think I've ever traded twice in a season before. And I'm in, in multiple leagues. Like, I just yeah. mean like across all my leagues so far, I've made two trades this season, which is a record for me. <laughs> I do it when I need the help. If I don't feel like I'm needing the help, I don't know, but I've done it and I, I get a lot of trade offers, yeah. but if I don't like it, and it doesn't make sense to me. I just, I reject it. I'm hard to deal with. And it's like, I'm just yes. because you need the help doesn't mean I'm going to help you. <laughs> so <laughs> as her husband can confirm, she's hard to deal with. No. It's almost like making trades in monopoly with me. Like fantasy football is almost the same. If I, I'm horrible, I'm just going to stop talking because <laughs> everybody's going to hate me. 
Uh, LeBron's right after that said, what running back should I try and trade cup for? Uh, if I had Josh Jacobs, I would try to trade cup. I would try to get cup for Josh Jacobs. However, if I had Cooper cup, I would not give him up for mm -hmm. Josh Jacobs. Um, as far as running backs for cup again, that's hard. I would. So either if you have wide receivers or you have running backs that you are loaded on and you're looking to move them, I would first go and look at every team and see who has like, if you're looking for a wide receiver, who's got multiple good wide receivers or maybe who needs running back help. And I would start there and try to trade. Um, Josh Jacobs, unfortunately, so far, knock on wood, not been that efficient. 2.4 yards per carry or something like that. Has, I think, one touchdown, maybe two. Um, just he's. He, I think now is the right time to offload him because he's coming off of a really good game. Yeah, and I do think he'll be able to take advantage of the Packers defense as well. They're mm -hmm. not that great against the run. 23rd, I believe, off the top of my head. So. I would wait till this game plays. Hopefully he plays well and does not get injured. And then, then I think you can get a lot more for him as mm -hmm. long as, cause he just had, this is half PPR. He had 27.9. Yeah. This last uh, week four. Yeah. So, so yeah. All time high. Um, LeBron says I'm the team that doesn't have RB depth and my wide receiver one and two Adams and cup. So I would definitely just I would look for a team that does have the running back depth and uh, just start to come, take one of your receivers like cup and throw it out there, though. It's hard to get rid That's of That's hard cup. to because I, OK, you need running back help. But if you give away cup, are you going to you have you're not going to get a running back that gives you those points back? Yeah, you'd be hard pressed to. That's for sure. Unless somebody so, has two just completely stud running backs like maybe they have CMC and Trying to think of somebody else that's been as good as CMC. There are not many. Um, Kyron Williams has been thrown out a lot in trade conversations. I don't love that. Mm -hmm. um, we all know that I have not been big on Kyron Williams despite his touchdowns, but I think he's become a little touchdown dependent. I'm just trying to think. There's uh, running back so hard this year because there are very few that are just dominating week in and week out. Mm -hmm. There, There are not that many. All right. Do we should we talk? Speaking of running backs, let's get to this injury report. Yeah. Were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say we need to get through the injury report so we can get to waivers. Yeah. Let's talk about this injury report. Okay. So, well, tonight, if you don't already know, Aaron Jones, he's out. Yes, I was not banking on that, and I have him in multiple leagues, including the Pirate League. And uh, that's how rough. are you doing in that league right now? Well, I'm well to for win tonight's by game. thirty. Oh. Okay. So I should be okay. I did go ahead and throw him on IR and picked up. Um, see, I picked up Zamir White and then I switched and picked up somebody different. Now I don't even remember who I picked up. Well, let's hope it was a Packers. Running it doesn't. Back, okay. Not AJ Dillon, obviously. Uh, Kevante <laughs> Turpin scored the only touchdown for the Cowboys. He has a high ankle sprain mm -hmm. expected to miss four to six weeks. Travis Kelsey has a low ankle sprain. Um, they have a Thursday game. He might not play. I know that he did come back in the game after he got injured. Yeah. Uh, but Just stupid to me. Yeah. I feel like. Can't you worsen that? I don't know. But uh, he may not play. I hope he's better and hope he plays. Yeah, I don't want to see him out. They did x-ray, so they must have told him it couldn't get worse. Yeah. And and speaking of top people, Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> um, it's like you never say the name Justin. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> he has a hamstring injury. 
and is pending tests on whether he's going to be out or yeah, be fine. That's going to be huge. Uh, I don't like injuries. I don't want mm-hmm. players to be hurt. But if he misses a week, I'm okay with it since the Bears play the Vikings next week. Anthony Richardson, uh, you have him in a, a league, at least one. Mm-hmm. I have him in a league. AC sprain, it's a grade three, which is a little bit more severe than what Derek Carr was dealing with, likely going to go on injured reserve. They said he could miss three to four, and he'll be on that short-term injured reserve. They have a week 11 bye. We're in week five right now. If he misses four games, that would put him to week 10. I say just wait. Yeah, why not just give him two more weeks and just make him. Yeah, so I I feel like he won't be back until week 12. So plan for that Mm -hmm. if you have Anthony Richardson as your starting quarterback. Yes, and Tank Dell is on concussion protocol. Yeah, Khalil Herbert likely going to miss several weeks. Uh, Got bent weird when he was kind of reaching back for a pass. So that's that's going to hurt. Roshan mm-hmm. Johnson will be elevated if and have more carries if he's healthy, too. He's been dealing with an injury. And we have several knee injuries. Yeah. Zay Jones is having an MRI on his knee. Devon Achan, um, he's being evaluated for a knee injury. We don't have any other news unless there's been an update since I looked last. Uh, James Connor also knee injury, and there's no update on that. Yeah, no, that's that's an interesting one. We're going to talk about that one a little bit. I want to a- answer about to ask. I want to ask a couple questions. No, I want to answer a couple questions. We're going to do it right after our sir throws a lot. So stick with us. I see you're uh, in the chat. I see the questions, so we will get to them. Do not worry. But before we, I guess, to lead us up to sir throws a lot, we got to get a shout out from our buddy here. This is Jim Miller, former Chicago Bears quarterback, and now it's time for Sir Throws a Lot. Thanks, Jim Miller. Murray, you want to take it away? Yes, Sir Throws a Lot this week so far, unless there's somebody from tonight's game. But last week he was at a tie. This week he stole the lead, pending tonight's game, of course. Sam Howell with 51 passes. That was against the Bears. Yeah. And as the commanders were down. Yeah, we he, finally won. Yeah, so. we won. But as um they were down, he threw for 388 yards, two touchdowns, one interception in yeah. their 40 to 20 loss. I threw that when I did the <laughs> today at the NFL gambling podcast was the recap with Moneyline, the commanders fan. Mm-hmm. I threw that up on the screen almost immediately. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, hey, here's the score. Just a reminder. Uh, let's answer two questions here. Team is Christian Kirk, Bajan Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, AJ Brown, Chris Godwin, Laporta, Stevenson, Bench is Tank Dell, Sutton, Jordan Love, Jeff Wilson, Jamison Williams. I'm one. Oh, sorry. Team is not Christian Kirk, Kirk Cousins, but he has Christian Kirk on the bench. That's what was throwing me. I'm one and four and need a lot of help. Any players I should trade for or away? Uh, I would try to trade Gibbs. Everybody's high on Gibbs, even though he hasn't panned out. People are still high on him. Montgomery is going to be taking most of the workload there. I think that that is somebody other people might be open to take to getting, but it would be a good one to trade away. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other one, Ramondre Stevenson, the Patriots have not been running the ball well. That offensive line is terrible. 
I don't know if everybody else in your league is going to see that and just agree that he doesn't have much value, but he's still a big name that I feel like could bring in good mm -hmm. value. I would try to flip one of those or both of those for an elite uh, wide receiver. I know you have AJ Brown and Chris Godwin, which are good options, but, or maybe you package both of those for a better running back. So here's two running backs for a better running back. One of those type of deals. Mm -hmm. And then Luis Arturo Pena says, should I make this trade? I get Puka Nakua and Derek Henry. I give him on Ross St. Brown and Pacheco. It's tough. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking. I go ahead. What you said? I were you getting ready to say? That I. Hmm. What are your okay? Go ahead. Okay. I need to think on this a little bit more. I had an initial reaction, but now I want to. I want to think about it. <laughs> so Derrick Henry on the road has not been that great. At home has been. It's very been good, good at home. Yeah, uh, Kansas City and Pacheco. Obviously, they can move the ball. Though I do, they do get other guys, Clyde Edwards-Helaire and Jarek McKinnon involved. Mm -hmm. As far as the wide receivers, Puka Nakua, I I love Puka's value still, even with Cooper Cup back. That's where, so my initial reaction was, I, I kind of like it, but then. Amon Ra also gets a lot. He does, and I, I was just thinking Puka with Cup, Cup being back. I, I just still uh, had seven catches, 76 yards, I think, mm -hmm. and a touchdown. But is that going to be consistent with Cup being back? I think it will be. I think this Rams team is getting ready to cook big time. And uh, Cup's going to be the defense is going to have to focus on Cup because he's getting he got targeted more. Mm -hmm. So I think that's going to leave Puka able to get open and make some plays. And yeah, I love him on Ross St. Brown. They target the hell out of him. However, Sam Laporta getting a lot of those looks towards the red zone now. So I like that trade. I think I would take Puka and Derrick Henry. I'd pull the trigger. You're hang you're on. So I, sure. I need to I just need to look I just need to look at Derrick Henry one more time. She needs to take one more look at Derrick Henry. <laughs> Are there other questions? Yeah, you want me to yeah. answer those real quick? Parker mm -hmm. Bledsoe says, should I do this? I get Kamara and Ramondre Stevenson for James Cook and Jameer Gibbs. Ramondre has not looked good. Kamara looked great coming back so far. I liked James Cook, but they laid he laid a goose egg this week, and Gibbs is going to continue to get outplayed by Montgomery. I'm going to go with the Kamara side. I like I like Kamara. He's going to continue to get targets. He's going to continue to run the ball and get those the majority of the touches. So I think I would... Uh, I would ride with that one. I like it. And Scooby Taylor, should I trade away DJ Moore, Brian Robinson, and Zay Flowers for CD and Pollard? Redraft PPR, I absolutely would not. Uh, that Dallas offense is kind of a mess, really. I mean, I know those are the best two players. If you want Dallas players, those are the two you want. But I would keep DJ mm -hmm. Moore. Who DJ is, Moore is going to continue to be a stud, I think. Yeah. Brian um, Robinson, mm -hmm. I know they've taken a little bit of a step back from his dominance early in the couple weeks there, or in the first couple weeks, but I still think he's their main running back, and I, I like his value, and say Flowers is going to continue to get looks. I know that Ravens offense, Todd Monkinen's offense, Monken, has been disappointing, but uh, I, I, I say keep DJ Moore, Brian Robinson, and Zay Flowers. What do you have on Henry there? Uh, his worst games, you're right. Every away game, it has been bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> his at home games have he's looked great at home, but he does have I'm just gonna give you his the rest of his away games that are coming up. Um this, this he has a week seven bye, but week six and week eight, they are at home. Technically, uh, this next week, they're in London, I believe. So even though they're, oh, they're the home team, it's okay. in London. Yep. So, okay, I'll be in London. Yeah. Jet lag, London. Okay, then his next away game after that is in Pittsburgh. Then he's in Tampa. Then he's in Jacksonville. Then Miami and... Houston. Those road games might still be a problem. Mm-hmm. It's really weird how they can't. They're zero and three on the road. They just look like a completely different team. I don't. They understand do. It. And just looking at those, like, I mean, Miami's defense has not been good, but I, I just don't know. I, that's it's tough because looking at what it, he's trending <laughs> so far um, this season, he it's it's going to hurt you if you're relying on him and he does poorly away. Yeah. Agreed. So I don't know. I don't know. Otherwise, if if he can get it together away, I think it's a good trade. So you like the otherwise Amano I don't know Brown and Pacheco side better. I think I like Puka if he can keep up with his volume mm-hmm. with Cut being back over Amonra. But I don't know if I want to give up Pacheco for an inconsistent Derrick Henry. Gotcha. That's just my thoughts. Yeah. Uh. I just, I, if you put them on a scale and say which one's more of a stud, Henry's more of a stud. So I'm going with the he Henry is. Puka side. All right. All there right. you go. We did not, we split there. We split. That's okay. <laughs> it happens. Um, you're bound to be split with us too. Real quick, before we keep going. And uh, I'm going to tell you, tell them where they can play a little pick 'em. I mean, because everybody loves pick 'em. Yes. You can play pick 'em over on Underdog Fantasy as they have a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five in Pick'em Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending their first deposit bonus up to $500. Again, they're extending that up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue over on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win $10,000 each on Sunday. Yeah, and if you want to get on Underdog tonight, don't forget to use the code, but I would get over there and I would take Devonte Adams higher than six and a half receptions. Josh Jacobs higher than half a rush or receiving touchdown. I think he gets in the end zone. And Romeo Dubs higher than four receptions. I know we want him to do bad, but mm-hmm. I still think he gets higher than four receptions. Just those three will pay six times your money. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $500. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And we are back. Should we talk a little studs and duds? Yes. Let's talk a little studs and duds. You want to talk? You like you've you've been taking the studs recently. You want to keep I'm that keep going? Taking the studs. All Justin. right, she's taking the studs. <laughs> At quarterback, Justin Fields. I mentioned he was on my bench because I had no faith in the Bears this last week, but his projection of seventeen point eight was 
almost doubled. He he brought in 34.98 points. Jared Goff only projected 15, brought in 27.44. At running back, we had Zach Moss and Travis Etienne as studs. Zach Moss brought in 35.5 points. Etienne, 34.4. Crazy. Uh, at wide receiver, DJ Moore, again, would not have seen this coming. Only projected 12.1, and he finished with 48. I did reap those benefits. 230 receiving yards and three touchdowns. Unbelievable. Crazy. And Jamar Chase, he was projected 17, and he brought in 47.7. At tight end, Kittle was on fire. He was projected 8.3. He brought in 26.2. And Dallas Goddard, who was on our start list, was projected 7.4 and brought in 21.7. Yeah, that's why you got to join us on Thursday nights when we tell you who to start set. We had a really, really good week this week, and Dallas Goddard was one of them that we said, hey, the coach came out, Sirianni said, mm-hmm. we got to get this guy involved. And every time we see that, we are starting, we are really paying attention when yeah. coaches say that we're going to get this guy more involved. The following week, that guy is on fire. Yeah, absolutely. And interesting, DJ Moore, Jamar Chase, George Kittle all had three touchdowns. That is insane. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the duds, starting with Lamar Jackson, who was projected 21, finished with 9.94. Again, that Todd Monken offense does not look good. Dakota Rain Prescott, who was on our sit list because they played the 49ers, who, who are, yeah, so good. Projected only 16, but he got 4.32. Jonathan Taylor, in his return, he signs the deal, and Zach Moss says, hey, I'm the guy that's been here. I've been putting in the work. Yes, and I saw a lot of people are like, you need to start. Like, if you're not starting Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor, like. Right. We did not say that for the record. No, (laughs) we didn't. But I was seeing a lot, and I didn't think Jonathan Taylor was a go right away. Yeah, it's really interesting. He was projected 11.9, finished with only 3.9. Moss outsnapped him. Moss outplayed him. I don't know if this is working JT back slowly. I don't know if this offense is blocking harder for the guy that's been there rather than the guy that said, I'm not playing until I get a better contract. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Something's up. And I was questioning before, like once he finally said, like, what does that say for the team? Yeah, no. You know, like, how does that impact the team when – their star running back doesn't play. Agreed. That James Cook, 13.5 was his projection, finished with 3.6 in London. The Bills looked off. Wide receivers, Cortland Sutton, uh, you got to stop trusting the Broncos players. He was projecting 9.7, finished with 1.8. We told everybody stop trusting the Bears players and look Wait, what happened. Look what happened, yeah. <laughs> uh, Devonta Smith projected 12.3, finished with 1.1. Wait for this week to see if Nick Sirianni says, hey, we got to get Devonta Smith the ball who set a record for receptions last year for the Eagles, but he might have a blow-up game next week. Tight ends Hunter Henry, who you said to sit him, he was projected only 7.5, but you said this offense was bad and a goose egg. (laughs) Irv Smith Jr. also projected 6.7 and got a goose egg. So tight end has been really tough it's always tough but it just seems like it's been more it's tough been quite year. a year because even yeah. your like obvious tight ends aren't always painting out right sam laporta feels like he's been the most oh, consistent and that makes me happy yes uh louis louis louise says which side is better alave pickens goddard mclaughlin or aj brown and jonathan taylor mclaughlin is not going to be relevant i don't well He's going to be semi-relevant, but I don't think he's going to have the game he did this week once Javante Williams returns from injury. So I think Jonathan Taylor in the long run is better. 
In the long run, I do. So then you're between Olave, Pickens, and Goddard or A.J. Brown. Would you give up all three of those guys to get A.J. Brown's talent and have J.T. over McLaughlin? Mm. I would not. I don't know. Here's why. Goddard just had a huge game, so I, I know his value is kind of at an all-time high, but mm-hmm. I think he's going to—he's on the field almost every snap because he's an excellent run blocker as well. They're going to keep rewarding him, and like we just said, tight end is such a tough position. So I guess maybe if you have another stud tight end, maybe. George Pickens is actually the only person on offense looking decent for that Steelers offense, and Chris Olave I think is going to be just fine now that Derek Carr looks like he's back to health. So I think I'd stay with the four. It I know, seems like too much to give up. Yeah, I, if you take maybe if you did Olave, Pickens, and McLaughlin for AJ Brown and JT, mm-hmm. I would do that one. Take Goddard out of that. It's that tight end kicker where tight ends have just they've been at a premium where. Nobody is really putting up huge points consistently except Sam Laporta and a, a small handful of others that I think Goddard's one of those guys you got to hang on to because I think, no, he's not going to score 21 points every week like he did this week. However, I think he's going to be more consistent. They said they wanted to get him more involved. They said he's got to be the, a guy that they trust, they rely on, they reward, and I think they're going to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about our waiver wires? Yes. Let me get my... Screen change there. There we go. <laughs> you want to kick it off? Sorry. I, no, I I'll let you. You're going to let off. me kick it off. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to go with the guy that we already talked about, Sam Howell. Uh, he's looked, he's starting to look the part. And now last year he played one game and Ron Rivera, their coach said, I didn't know he was that good. Well, yeah, Ron, he is pretty good. That's why they drafted him. That's why you guys drafted him. Now, granted, it was against the Bears this last week. But he still, he threw for 388 yards, two touchdowns, and it's the second week in a row that he's mentioned the Sir throws a lot. If they continue to throw the ball as much as they have, he's going to start getting the ball to these guys like Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, De'Ame Brown, even Antonio Gibson looked decent. He's rostered in 17.4% of leagues. Look, I, it depends on your quarterback need as far as how much fab you spend. I wouldn't really go over 10%. In a super flex, he's likely already rostered. I know that. But in a regular league, maybe you only had Anthony Richardson and you're looking for some help now. I think Sam Howell is a guy that that could, if he's out there for you, since he's only rostered in 17.4% of leagues, he could um, help you out. Who do you got for quarterback? I Okay, so we mentioned Anthony Richardson on the injury report. He is likely going to miss... Around a, mo- a month, maybe more. Uh, we mentioned that by week 11. If he misses the next four weeks, do we think he's going to come back at, on week 10 if he's kind of ready? Or do we think they're going to wait till week 12? And I think it, it is a real possibility that he might not be back until week 12. So yeah. if you're in a desperate spot, maybe in a super flex, I feel yeah. like you're definitely going to want to pick up Gardner Minshew. Uh, he is now, he's going to start in Richardson's place and the defenses that they play coming up are the, the Jaguars, the Browns, the Saints, Panthers, and Patriots, um, kind of middle of the road defenses. Browns, Saints, pretty Mm -hmm. decent, but beyond that, Panthers are garbage. Jags, they're, it just depends what Jags team shows up. It feels like (laughs) kind of inconsistent. Yeah. And the Patriots have allowed. Uh, let's see, 79 points, I believe, in the last two games. 
There you go. Uh, well, anyway, in Minshew's start three weeks ago against the Ravens, he had 227 yards and a touchdown. Um, I think a week or two of getting a rhythm down starting, I feel like he could be a decent option. Yeah. In regular leagues, though, if you're not in a super flex, I think that Minshew would strictly be you're picking him up for a backup for depth, yeah. something like that. I agree. In super flex leagues, if you need that quarterback, you're desperate. Maybe you're in a pirate league and your quarterback gets taken from you and there's nobody on the waivers. I might go, I would might go for Minshew and depending on that desperation, maybe 20% of whatever your fab is. Yeah. Cause you know, he's going to be out there because he's mm-hmm. not going to starter. Uh, we talked about him. I'm going to add a little bit more here. We talked about him on the NFL gambling podcast earlier today. And the thing I like about the Minshew mania as this is a guy that in the offseason said that he didn't take a deuce because he didn't want anything to do with number two because he's a number one guy. Like he's somebody that believes in himself so mm-hmm. much that he's going to come in and win games for you. And I think he can do that for your fantasy football team too if you need some super flex help. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about running backs. Why don't you kick it off? All right. Ty J Spears rostered in 25.5% of leagues. Uh, we've, we've talked about Spears before and he continues to be involved in this Titans offense this weekend. He had seven carries for 34 yards and a touchdown. He also had four receptions for 35 yards. He's not only one of the better handcuffs right now, but he's also getting some nice playing time. Uh, to, to kind of help Derrick Henry there and yeah. keep Henry fresh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he should especially be added in keeper leagues, but I think he's a good pickup regardless. I might go 10, 15% of fab. Yeah, absolutely. And they are in London next week, as we just said. So mm-hmm. maybe Henry's got that jet lag and Spears, the younger guy. Who's <laughs> so what it. you're going to say that I guess I, I never, Maybe there's a thing, you know, like when you're (laughs) younger and you don't really feel hangovers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When I traveled in my lower 20s, I never experienced jet lag. It's a thing now for me. It's a real thing. (laughs) Still don't get hangovers with whiskey. That's why I like whiskey. Just if you're here for the whiskey, we will get to that after the waivers. Uh, But we got to keep giving our waivers. And I've got Amari Demarcado. I think that's how you say his name. I probably should have done some pronunciation classes before that. <laughs> Only rostered in 0.4%. Now, this is mainly if James Conner misses time. We talked about that knee injury. Without that happening, I don't know if Amari has a lot of value. But after Conner went out, he did have 10 carries for 45 yards and a touchdown. That's four and a half yards per carry if you're doing your math. And he's been seeing playing time on passing downs anyways. So if Connor's out, he's also going to continue to contribute in that passing game. He only had one catch for 12 yards this past weekend. But uh, Connor managers definitely should go after Demarcado in case Connor misses time. 15 to 20% fab for the Connor managers. What I would do is watch the news mm-hmm. tomorrow. It's really important to pay attention to this. Yeah. Uh, they likely will give some more information on James Connor. He's probably doing tests today. Probably going to have more news on him tomorrow. If it looks like he's going to for sure be out, I think anybody should do 10 to 15% on Der Mercado. He's only going to be a spot start when Connor is out. But, uh, yeah, if you're a Connor owner and you're a little nervous, this is a guy you should be targeting. A little safety. A little safety. Yeah. <laughs> so you're talking about wide receivers. Yes. Uh, KJ 
Osborne is currently rostered in 21.6% of leagues. The Vikings wide receiver. Uh, I think this is a spot start for Jefferson missing time. He was targeted nine times this weekend, caught five for 49. If Jefferson is out, Osborne will have a good shot at playing the majority of the snaps and they play the bears this coming weekend. So this, especially if Jefferson is missing time, I feel like Osborne's going to do well. Yeah. Even with our win against the commanders, our defense is just, it looked better. I guess it, it looked better, but, but we still look la- at what we still allow. I say we still let Howell throw for 300. Yeah. Howell. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. KJ Osborne's weird because he's been in this offense for three years now, I think. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know what he's shown on the field that he's getting more playing time than Jordan Addison. I don't understand that. I don't know, but he is. The numbers don't lie. They don't, <laughs> so... they don't pay me to make those decisions, <laughs> unfortunately. So anyway, I think he's just a spot start. I wouldn't spend a lot of fab on him. 5% or less, depending on where you're at with your fab. But yeah spot start for yeah. me for me i'm going to throw out josh downs rostered in 10.9 percent of leagues colts wide receiver he's been a little up and down but this was his best week where he had six catches on six targets for 97 yards Minshew mania quarterback in the colts at least for a little bit and he looked comfortable getting the ball two downs downs has been pretty consistent really i mean he's had seven catches five or seven targets five targets 12 targets three targets six targets so minus that three, that's actually pretty decent. And he's also a rookie who he could be with the Colts and keep building this chemistry with Anthony Richardson when Richardson's healthy. So if you are in a dynasty or keeper league, you definitely should have this guy rostered. Play him now. He holds future value too, though. I, I would go 10, 15%. I think this is a guy that's going to continue to be involved in this offense. They don't have a ton more receipt in the receiving game minus Michael Pittman. So Downs is that guy that I think is becoming that wide receiver two to Michael Pittman. And I think defense is focused more on Michael Pittman because he has been a stud wide receiver in the past. So I'm definitely uh, pretty high on Josh Downs and his future. I'm looking at him in most of my keeper leagues if I don't already have him. So keep an eye on that for sure. All right. That tight end. These tight ends. Oh, it's been gross. (laughs) What a gross time. I'm, I'm going to throw one out here. Uh, Tyler Conklin. He's rostered in 17.9% of leagues. And this past week, he had five targets for four catches and 67 yards this weekend. The past four games, his targets have been six, five, six, and five. And he's only been under 50 yards one of those games. Zach Wilson has been getting Conklin the ball. So. I don't know. This might be a little bit of a desperation move, but I think he might end up having value in the long run. I would not go crazy on your fab for him, especially without like just tight ends has been a rough spot this year. Yeah. But maybe 5% of your fab. Yeah. I mean, there's some weeks that six, five, six, five targets, 50 yards. That's the best you're going to do at tight end Mm -hmm. uh, for some weeks, unfortunately. So yeah, no, I agree. I like that play. Did you hear that Aaron Rodgers had to work himself back into the conversation saying he still believes he's coming back this year despite tearing that Achilles. He's still doing five hours of rehab a day. Oh, my God. Okay. Because what else? He's so dramatic. (laughs) 
Only five hours of your day, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. What are you doing? What the hell, man? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Adam Troutman, 0.3% rostered. Look, he was targeted five times. He had four catches, 26 yards, and a touchdown. That's the highs. This is only the second game he's had a reception, though. Week one, he went five for five for 34 yards. It's not pretty. You likely don't want to roster a Denver tight end. But we just said these tight ends are terrible. And the options right now are terrible. If you need tight end help, maybe you, the Packers and Steelers are on a buy this coming week. Maybe you only had uh, Friar Muth, or maybe you only have Luke Musgrave, the, the Packers tight end, and they're on a buy, and you're grasping at straws here. Adam Troutman might be the guy. I, I would go very minimal on Fab. This is a complete desperation play, but when I looked at all the available tight ends that are available in 50% or less leagues, I could not find any except the one you stole from me, Tyler Conklin. So Adam Troutman's the only other guy I could think of that I would be comfortable picking up. Everybody's a punt right now at tight end. It's just, it's a dart throw and you, you hope you can get some points. I stole from you. You did. That's I was going to say him and then you said it. So it's what can you do? Uh, Louis, Luis, let us, let me know how to say your name. Is it Luis or Lewis? But thank you. Love your content. Thank you. Make sure you are subscribed. Lewis. Lewis. Okay. Lewis. Maybe. The wife has spoken, but then she says maybe. <laughs> She's very confident about it. And then maybe. Uh, <laughs> thanks for loving our content. Yes, we appreciate you. that. Make sure you all subscribe. Smash the subscribe. T-Money React. Should I trade Ridley for Swift? I would. Uh, unless you mean Taylor Swift, then I would not. But Ridley, heck of a wide receiver. But they have a lot of options in that Jaguars offense. I do not believe he's going to be the number one wide receiver like I uh, predicted. But DeAndre Swift has just looked so good in that Eagles mm-hmm. offense. After week one, when he got like no carries, um, he's just blown up. And yeah. he's been great. So I, it's hard not he's to He's a go. top 10 running back. Yeah. I ended up... Uh, your, your I was going to say, my uncle's probably still... He's still mad. About upset about it. Yep. He's not going to let it go, probably. Did you hear Maybe. The, you probably didn't hear the story. <laughs> we were at the casino when I was talking to him about this, but your aunt guilted him into it. Did you know that? I did not know this. Yeah. Well, I had texted her and said, hey, you should tell Paul to make that trade. You know, just kind of talking smack, making sure he was looking at his phone. And uh, he had originally verbally, or I guess not even verbally, text agreed like, yeah, I'll probably do that trade. Mm-hmm. But then he got home. He really looked at it and he didn't want to do it. And your aunt said, you already told him you, that you were going to do it. You can't take it back now. <laughs> yes, so, yes, you can. You can take it back until the moment you press the button. <laughs> no, no, she convinced him that uh, he could not. And oh. uh, yeah, so he. Uh, well, now, you know, like if he loses or doesn't make the playoffs or anything like that, he's going to be the excuse. Your aunt finally lost in the family league. First you know, loss. She was going undefeated. Got her first loss. We did an auction league because, you know, preseason we talk all auction content. And uh, she went right out there in her first fantasy football league ever, first auction, obviously, and got herself Christian McCaffrey and Austin Eckler. But that Eckler injury is starting to pull her team down a little bit. So, and I beat the team that had Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill, thanks to, in part, Jefferson getting injured. But your, your cousin, Caleb. The, I, I texted him and said he's going to have to change his team name from the winning team. Yeah, we have to. We got to take him down a peg. <laughs> 
We can't let him beat us all. We can't let him if he makes it to the playoffs. Well, he's lost the last three. I know, but he started out. I guess we've only had five games. Yeah, he started out two. And <laughs> but two and three is nothing that can change so quickly. Yes. But we got to keep him on his losing streak. <laughs> That's very true. Should we talk about whiskey? We should. Yeah, let's do it. I am going to read a little uh, about this while you... How much are you pouring me here? Did I give you a heavy pour? Well, well, you gave yourself double. What are you drinking? This I think it's just how more. it looks. Uh, no, this angle. is the big glass. Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about this while you build a taste profile. <laughs> okay. Sound good? Yes. Little little mix up. Usually you, you do the talking. I'm going to show this real quick. We Balconies. Is that what you said? Yes, I think. Well, that's what Google told me. Right. For pronunciation. All right. If it's wrong, it's Google's fault. We're drinking <laughs> Balcones Texas rye, which is a hundred proof rye, pot distilled straight rye. Now, first, this is a certified Texas whiskey. I don't know if you remember what that means, but that means every part of this, the has grain, everything uh, has Texas. to be yeah, done in Texas. The bottles have to come from Texas. The corks, the uh, bottling, the distilling all has to be in Texas to be Texas certified. What you looking at? I'm just, I just noticed the top. Oh, the star Texas with Texas star. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let me talk a little bit about Balcones first. It started in 2008 as just an idea to create something original and authentic in Texas. They started with an old welding shop under a bridge in Waco. And for the next year, they replaced roofing, knocked out walls, laid brick, cut pipes, installed copper pot stills from Portugal, and slowly turned that building into a whiskey distillery. Balconies began distilling their own whiskey in 2009. So it's been around for a while for something I had not tried yet. And they put pride in meticulously selecting the ingredients that go into their whiskeys and the loca location where those ingredients come from. Not everything they make is strictly a Texas certified product. So they get some grain from New Mexico mm -hmm. that they, they select for, I believe that was for their bourbon. But they're also very meticulous about their barrels, customizing casks that help facilitate aging in a dynamic climate, focusing on their fine grain oak, dry seasoning, heavy toasting, and multiple species of oak. Now, I had not thought about this, or I guess I had not researched this, but there's a unique climate in Texas. You think of like heat, 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 heat in mm -hmm. Texas. Mm -hmm. That's part of it, but they also have very rapid temperature swings. It goes from hot to cold to hot really quickly, which shift it, the quick shifts force that that barrels to breathe more as that weather's changing at a faster rate than the traditional whiskey making regions like your Kentucky or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. Midwest here. We're hot for a long time and then it drains off and then we're cold for a long time and then it ramps up and we're hot. This is much quicker and it causes those oaky flavors to mingle and accelerate that process. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, and the distillers personally smell and taste every barrel to make sure that it is of good quality before bottling. It's always non-chill non filtered, which preserves the rich oils and esters out of the cask. So let's talk a little bit about what we're drinking now. This yes. is a 100% rye mash bill, which began with Albin rye. I'm not exactly sure what kind of rye that is it's a just a specific would you call that species or type of grain species of, yes. of rye yeah from yes. northwest texas <laughs> and i really want to reach out to the stillers to figure out what this means but the the rye is accompanied by crystal i don't know exactly what that is uh, i mean i know what a crystal is but i don't know if they put 
crystals in there. I, I have no <laughs> idea. But anyways, crystal. We need to ask. Yeah. Let's reach out and ask. Crystal, chocolate, and roasted rye. So you, I saw you smelling over oh, there. Yeah, because this is so unique. Yeah, it's very different. Very, yeah. Very different. I haven't. I don't know. I don't think I can't think of another whiskey that this reminds me of. Yeah. That's what, how unique it is. What do you smell? Leather and tobacco. Really? Tobacco. That's what you smell? Yeah, but there's something else. Like, do you have your flavor, your your whiskey flavor wheel? I don't think because there's like I feel like maybe it's like a fruit. If you don't I have it, it's fine. Can't reach there's like me. some sort of there's a fruit undertone there see we're getting like way different things sweet. i'm getting butterscotch and i know it's a rye and you normally don't smell butterscotch with rye but no, that's what i'm getting it, there's something sweet there i agree there's something sweet but there is like leather tobacco like it reminds me of maybe some a brand new leather something <laughs> but like a, a little leather bit. car new car smell or no something? like who wants to drink a new car smell oh, but <laughs> but no, there's just something there, but there's a fruit and I can't pin it. I cannot pin the fruit, but there's something sweet there. And okay. then it smells so it smells good. It's like, ooh, I want to keep smelling it yeah, because I feel like smell. the longer I'm smelling it, I'm there's something there and I just can't my mind's just not with it today to it reminds me of something. I still get like a butterscotch. You get butterscotch. Yeah. I don't get butterscotch whatsoever. So maybe, maybe you'll get butterscotch like Justin. Maybe you'll get. No matter what you get, you're right. So no wrong answers. There's something sweet there. At first, I feel like it's leather or tobacco that hits you right away. And then it's something sweet as you're smelling. Well, I definitely get the leather on the taste. See, now and when tobacco. I tasted, I feel like it's heavy tobacco. Heavy tobacco. But a, in a good way. Like, I don't feel like if you say it's heavy tobacco, I don't feel no, like maybe I, that yeah. sounds right. But it, it's uh, it's good. It's got a completely different smell now that I tasted it. That's kind of interesting. Like, now I really smell leather. Like you were talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> this is. Oh, I just spilled some. Party foul. It's, it's, this is very good. It is good. It's um, very complex. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. lot going on there. There's a lot going on. I, I feel like we need to hold it in our mouth for like three seconds. Kind of. I'm going to do that. That's what she said. Uh, while you're doing that, I get a finish of chocolate too, though. There's a, a, late, a late finish of chocolate for me. You get any chocolate on that? Maybe. No, I don't know. Maybe that to roasted, toasted, whatever rye. Roasted. Roasted. Yeah. Um, This is just good. It's good. It's very different. Yeah, now we we did try this with my parents. Well, I don't know if my my dad tried it anyways. He didn't he didn't care for it. He didn't. He, he... said it was too tobacco-y for him. Mm. And I said for the guy that really wants to, you know, he keeps saying he wants <laughs> to have a cigar with me just once cuz he's never had a cigar. He knows I enjoy them from time to time. And he just wants to have a cigar once with me, so I had to give him crap for that. I feel like this would compliment a cigar. 100%. Um, but I wouldn't want people to be oh if you're like oh tobacco no it's not a heavy tobacco to me well but it's it's there but it's like it's pleasant it's very pleasant yeah. a mild pleasant mm -hmm. um yeah no this is very different there's a lot of different tastes you get with it i really taste the crystal i don't know <laughs> i'm yeah. just kidding i don't know what the crystal is we have to find out yeah no i i am very curious mm -hmm. on that because I um i, I know we're supposed to get chocolate but i feel like i don't know i'm just not picking up on the 
I'm getting the chocolate. Like a very dark chocolate? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Very, maybe very so dark. Says it uh, gives a rich, sweet mid palate and layers of chocolate over leather, tobacco, oak, and spice. I feel like I've picked up all of that at some point for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we've gone dark for some reason. We're we're back. We're light again. Okay. okay. <laughs> we're light again. No, no this is very good. It's different. This is definitely a different. I love when we get to try something different. Yeah. That's no, not, not your every like mass produced marketed bourbons and yes. whiskeys that all kind of taste similar. And those are fine. They're fine. I mean, because even though those like can have some really quality. Yeah. You know, as there's some really good quality whiskeys and bourbons. Right. I like. But I like them. We're very but pro this craft is, distillery. Yes, craft. This yes. is so much fun to try something a craft distiller created. Yeah, and I feel like we've had a lot of good ones, mm -hmm. and this is one of them that's really good. And this is our third 100% rye. Yeah, Mashville. It is. I really like 100% rye Mashville. It does make for a a nice rye drink. Wasn't sure. uh 10th Mountain Rye 100%? I don't believe it was, but I don't something remember. around. Hmm. We'll have to swing back on that because I do not remember. You're like, I'm not going to commit to this and be wrong. It, well, but I'm also not going to call you out and be wrong because <laughs> <laughs> I know what happens then. No, this is definitely very good. It's very unique. If you're a rye drinker that you're not looking for the same old rye spice that you get in some of those bigger ones and you're mm -hmm. looking for something different and unique, I definitely recommend this. We do need to reach out to them to kind of figure out what the, the crystal that they add to it, what that means, because I'm just very curious. And um, you're looking it up now. Oh, no. 69%. 69. That's their 69% rye. Oh, you were talking about the rye? Yes. I thought you were talking about the uh, proof. No, I said the mash bill. This is 100% rye. 100%. Sorry, I have listened. For My crying bad. out loud. <laughs> All right. Well, we've been talking some whiskey. I also said 69 and you didn't respond appropriately. Nice. Thank you. We need to teach our nephew to do that. Uh, we're going to answer one more question before we get out of here. This is very good whiskey. Make sure you go check out Balcones Texas Rye. We're going to reach out to them, figure out if we can... Uh, Get some more information on it. But Vinny wants to know, should I trade DJ Moore, Joe Burrow, and Ken Walker for Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs? Trading away Ken Walker. He also has Bajan and Kamara. I don't hate that trade. Uh, DJ Moore is going to be a stud, but I like Josh Allen better than I like Joe Burrow and as Diggs far as points. Is. And to get that stack with Diggs, I mm -hmm. think that's definitely good. I like it. People having a cow over the fact that Diggs threw a tablet this weekend because he was frustrated. And I saw all these rumors that Josh Allen is done with Stephon Diggs. They got to trade one of them and don't listen to that stuff. Uh, they're going to continue to be a dynamic duo. So, yeah, I like that trade. I don't definitely don't hate it. Um, I, I don't like getting rid of DJ Moore, but part of that is the Bears fan in me. So I think DJ Moore is the is going to be continue to be a stud there, but Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Yeah. That's a great, probably going to be combo. more reliable for you mm -hmm. for sure. 
So, no, I, I like that trade for you, Vinny, especially because I know you give up Ken Walker, but you still got Bajan and Kamara. So mm-hmm. still have good, good running back depth there. Make sure you join us Thursday. We're going to be early this Thursday. We're going to roll around noon for our start sit. So try to join us if you can. If you can't join us, but you're going to have questions, shoot them over to us. Our Twitter's at Old Fashioned FB. You can find us on Instagram, Old Fashioned Football Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Old Fashioned Football Podcast. You're absolutely welcome, Vinny. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to hit subscribe, hit like, all that stuff. You can find us on YouTube at Old Fashioned Football. You got anything else to add? You gave me way too much whiskey. See, there's a plan here because sometimes when we're done, I go on to edit for the actual release on like Spotify and everything. And you go, you could finish my whiskey. So maybe I was giving you the whiskey for me. Let's not make people think, oh, I don't like whiskey. I do. Well, you just, you you don't look at this pour. Okay. And I've been drinking it and there's, oh my gosh. Nobody likes a complainer for having too much whiskey. Come on. On a whiskey show. <laughs> okay. But I have stuff I have to go do. Drinking two ounces of whiskey plus my old fashioned wasn't on my agenda tonight. It's not two ounces. I promise you that. <laughs> uh, this has been our waivers and whiskey show. I'd never realized how well those two words were. Waivers and whiskey. Waivers, I like that. And, yeah. Waivers and whiskey every Monday night. Sit, start every Thursday with our drinks. And uh, yeah, do you have anything else to add? No, this has been great. All right. And my old fashion is gone. Going once. Going twice. Sold. Old fashioned football.